Uh, you know, there's a reason for this. Uh, this fresh look, and it was. Oh, is that a Canadian? Are you wearing a Canadian tuxedo? Was that? Is that a Canadian tuxedo you're wearing right now? Yeah, he's no, going to, pro, to a prom in Quebec later. <laughs> Canucks. Uh, I wish I'm not above a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> I know he didn't suggest that. I know. I know you're not. <laughs> Uh, boys, what do you say we uh, start the show, the Simmons Sports Show, latest and greatest in New England sports, uh, with some opening takes, some blind opening takes of we have not discussed this. Uh, Ray, you got one handy? Mine's yeah. starting us off. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, let's go with uh, Tua, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Mac Jones. One of these things is not like the others, and that would be one Mac Jones. But today's Ooh, draft day. I thought you were going because uh, Tua's black, but. Ooh, that's racist. Uh, no, but today is the day, draft day, as we record right now. So hopefully Mac Jones can get some arsenal because we are the last place team in the AFC East, even though Rich is going to dispute this and say, no, 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 because we got Bill O'Brien. Here we go. You know, I'm the captain of the Mac Jones fucking boat. I'm the captain here. I wear the captain C for cunt. But no, Mac Jones sucks. He needs help in all the right places on this offensive team, offensive side of the ball. So hopefully tonight it starts in the right Your direction. Your mother got help in all the right places last night. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Hopefully uh, Matt gets uh, help in the draft tonight. Sorry. Um, you know, no worries. No worries. You're attacking me. So I was going to go the rest of the show. Without <laughs> you that, were attacking me. <laughs> You've been attacking me for the past week straight. I felt the... Hey, man, don't you don't have to stoop to my level. Just stay on your own. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, bot pod. Uh, yeah, it is the draft. Obviously, we'll be doing a lot of talking about that. I do disagree on the last place. Everyone's freaking out because old man Rogers uh, walked his ass to down to uh, New Jersey play for that shit bag of an organization we'll see how that works out um i'll go I'll, and i'll go celtics here unless bobby we, it says blind did you have anything you basically talk football or basketball it, it, well, yeah you can, yeah, you can go celtics. i'm not going celtics it's a football take yeah fair celtics it is uh i hate this team okay <laughs> i've been saying this for weeks now i've determined that i hate this team they will never learn. They are a sackless bunch of sallies because uh, they're led by a dookie. The entire team has a dookie in its shorts named Jason Tatum. What an embarrassing, predictable performance in game five. This will be released after game six, which the Celtics very well probably will end the series. Um, but there's no. it should have been a sweep. What a pathetic Hawks team. And they let Trey Young, that squirrel, fucking rat's nest squirrel tiny bit of a man go out there and drop his nuts all over the city and all over you uh just a very predictable uh disappointing performance in game from the celtics and looking forward you everyone should be worried you should be worried and you should hate this team just as much as me because they're they have not proven one iota that they've learned um from their past mistakes even going to the finals last year just ugh, ugh. And Bobby, I'll let you go here, but I'll tack on to the Bruins take. Oh, God, what a bad couple goddamn nights for playoff fucking Boston teams. Overtime loss against the uh, Panthers directly because of turnovers and a bad penalty. Like, there were three bad plays against the Bruins all night, and that's why they lost. Uh, they dominated the rest of the game. Just sickening. Sickening, gut-wrenching to watch. Um, ugh, bad. So hopefully they can all turn it around by the weekend. Go ahead. So the the Ravens, they really can hold a hard line. I'll tell you what, when it comes to negotiating, they don't fucking budge. Lamar, we're not going to give you what you want. The best we can do, we'll make you the highest paid player in the NFL. Mm -hmm. $260 million. 
and give you the biggest contract in franchise history. But we won't do any more than that. Mm-mm. No more. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What's the point if you're going to end up giving him everything you want than undoing it on draft day? What, what leverage did they gain? What point did they make? They probably could have paid him less, probably similar to the Hertz deal before that existed. They probably had to pay him more than Hertz because he has the MVP and he's been playing longer. So I, I just I just don't understand it. They, they, I, don't, I don't know what market they made. It just seems like this was a dumb thing. And who knows? Maybe it's all just because of the agent and they couldn't even... Lamar's finally like, ah, fuck it. I'll just sign it. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Yes, Raymond. Uh, With the cap, with the uh, signing bonus, now they can go get DeAndre Hopkins, which is the big red-hot rumor tonight during draft night. That's Pac-Man reporting? What what, what the signing? Is is this like cap minutia that we'd have to get into? Yeah, because it's guaranteed money, so he's getting $185 now. So that's guaranteed money. So it doesn't doesn't affect the cap. The so date mattered. It had to happen before yeah, the draft. T- still, this year he's technically paid off his know. rookie contract. It's like next year is when sure. this contract starts. Yeah, they right? can structure however the fuck they want. It's a hundred nine. I don't know. That's what I read. It took cash. me about five hours to read a paragraph, but that's what I saw. No, thanks for putting in the work. It seems like you got the main point across. Yes. Uh, yeah, I definitely have some thoughts on that. We'll touch on that, including the draft and the NFL. We're going to start uh, Celtics. Get your opinions on that. Uh, move to the Bruins as the two playoff teams. And, uh, and then we'll go to the NFL. Check in. What, what, what time does the draft start? Now? It's now, yeah. It's, it's on, on now, okay. yeah. So we'll get some live updates from that, perhaps. Um, and then we got a, a stellar Would You Rather and a Simplest Minds of the Week. So well, welcome to the Simplest Minds Sports Show Friday rerun, April 28th. Welcome to the show. We are recording, so I promise this one will get put out. Nice. Last week's <laughs> last week's birthday show is in the vault. <laughs> you were fucked up. Half of it's in the vault. The other half we didn't record, which no, was probably the better half anyway. So <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was the better half too. Son of a bitch. Definitely. I I don't remember it, but I'm sure it was good. <laughs> Speaking of good, uh, go to W.GG for all of your energy drink and energy uh, consumption needs. That's W.GG. Put in Simple Minds uh, for your promo code to get 15% off your gummies, your shakes, your drinks. Anybody looking for a lift? Looking at you, Mooney, uh, Shark and Minnow. I know you're the guy. Go to W.GG. Simple Minds for 15% off all orders. Uh, All right, let's start Celtics in that poo-poo of a game poo-poo of an ending really i mean they dominated the entire game uh like they've dominated most of the series and good god couldn't you see it coming five minutes left in the game up 10 12 points and jason tatum starts slothing his way up the court as a point guard uh they run this set uh when they have a big lead every single time and every single time it goes away the lead goes away they start shitting down their pants let's start there why do they continue to do this it's Bobby. Bobby, take it away. You know who it is. is it, the The only thing I can think of is it's just what Tatum wants, and he's telling Missoula to, to to do it so he could just jock and have the ball the whole time because it stops a, a, any form. the The one thing that Missoula's actually done well is cre- create a ball movement offense. They actually they can score. He's actually an offensive like pretty pretty good there, and and, and so then instead of continuing to do what's worked well to get the lead, they just let. Tatum bounce the ball, bounce the air out of the ball. It's 
infuriating. I don't even, it might go beyond Tatum and Missoula because it happens across the NBA. It might be a nerd thing, might be an analytical thing, might be a get the ball in your best player's hands with, uh, with the lead and a couple minutes left and drain the, 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 look, the idea of it is sound. You want to, with four minutes left, up 10, you start running the possessions. Uh, if you can score in half and they score in all of them, you still win, that type of thing. And if the ball's in your best player's hands, generally the percentage of the time of they scoring is is better than anybody else. Problem is, they don't know how to fucking execute it. They don't know what they're doing. They don't They don't know how to actually go out there and execute. And when Tatum gets a double T, it's like they completely go to half speed. Well, yeah. When they run that offense, as well, opposed to actually practicing those sets speed. in real time, then all of a sudden you're just doing something you don't do. Right. Yeah. Would you want the ball in the best ball handlers uh, hands during the end of the game and not Tatum's and get him open off screens and all that instead of just having him come up the court and lollygag and, you know, jack up a three and miss it and then be all, all shocks. I'm going to walk back on defense because I missed that. Yeah. Steph doesn't bring the ball up, especially in crunch time. I mean, he obviously is a point guard. He brings the ball up a lot. But in crunch time, watch. He's Reggie Miller in that bitch. They're giving him five screens to get him open for a shot. That's open. Not a pick and roll with Marcus Smart at the top of the key. It's like. Who's going to flop and fucking either get a charger or a blocking call. Dude, you, know, you got three point guards. Two of them are legit. <laughs> Marcus Smart's an asshole. Um, so w- as soon as they did that, you had the lazy, lazy turnover from Jason Tatum off a double team. Um, that led to points for the Hawks. And then they came right back down and smart tried to force it into Tatum on a pick and roll again, turnover Hawks went down. I think Bogdanovich hit a three. Then after that, they finally get Jalen Brown, the ball who'd been balling out all day. And wouldn't you know it? The curse got him too. He just stood around like a chicken with his head cut off at three, tried to beat three guys, basically a turnover got blocked on a really bad turnaround shot. Um, And then miraculously, somehow they still got the lead back. That was on the uh, time Lord rebound, right? Uh, where well, they went up back up by one. 20 seconds left. Trey Young gets the ball, bringing it up. You saw before the play went off, the cameras keyed on Tatum. You saw him go, no foul, no foul, no foul. Blow the whistle, inbound the ball, foul. Marcus Smart. <laughs> he's the longest tenured Celtic. He knows what he's doing out there. Yeah. Why? Will this change? Do you think that um we, we assume they're going to get past the Hawks, right? So you got at least five more games um, in the playoffs here. If Marcus Smart continues to play the way he played down the stretch of game five, do so we you... see him benched? I hope so. Is he going to replace him with Grant Williams, who he already benched? Brogdon. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. In Derek game... White, Brogdon, that'd be, that's what I'd want. In game four, I was watching, um, and the Celtics pretty much had console, but control but they were salting the game away the way they should have done it in game five just playing regular basketball and marcus smart was on the bench till under two minutes it was like 148 or whatever when they brought him back in and i think they only brought him back in for out of principle that marcus smart marcus smart needs to be on the court to end the game because they were dominating the game there's no reason for him to come back in um so joey maz even even i may wouldn't really pull the pull the ripcord on marcus smart but he played like shit down the stretch. Oh, I may did. I may benched him in that Golden One State game. Series. Well, Golden State Series, you'd always see him on the bench. Wrong. He lost. He single-handedly lost Game Four at home in the Golden State Series with two bad turnovers at the end. <laughs> but they also, you didn't have Brogdon, and Derek White wasn't the same Derek White. So no. last year is a different story. This year, you have two guys that are playing better than him. He should not be on the court. The more Derek White's tonight. hairline recedes, the better he gets. 
Dude, the fact that his headband won't actually cover the full end of his hairline. Calling it a hairline is really inaccurate. No, it's it's also insulting to proper hairlines like mine. Quickly, quickly breaking news. Panthers have selected Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. Okay. Here we go. Live update. Breaking news. Live updates should be fun. Now now it gets started. So Will Levis isn't fucking. Let's see if Mac Jones. Here we go. This is the the Patriots time, baby. Here it is, number two. We'll skip ahead a little bit to uh, a quick uh, impromptu rumor has it. The big rumor the last two days around the Patriots where they were going to trade up to the number two pick with Houston. Give them Mac Jones. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Here it is, baby. Number two pick. Here it is. That was never gonna happen. No, fuck no. What asshole? What have you ever seen? Actually, put that on, and then what other asshole put this out in the real world? Pat McAfee. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, fuck you guys. God, you're so salty, Ray. You're so sensitive. Yeah, why you standing up? I don't know. I don't know. What do you have? Yeah, no. Who doesn't like McAfee? He asked a question. I gave an answer. McAfee was the asshole that put that out into the to the mainstream. And he's really riding that DeAndre Hopkins, Pac-Man Jones uh, inside Pac-Man Jones too. and I guess DeAndre Hopkins are like best friends. That's why that it leaked out like that. Well, the, there's a there's a large red flag on DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When you're keeping up besties with Pac-Man. His <laughs> mother's blind. How dare you? My bad. Uh, okay. Keep an eye on that, Ray. Let us know when Mac Jones is traded to Houston for the second overall pick. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Uh, beyond that, uh, let's just get so uh, smart. Fouls Trey Young. He goes in as for whatever reason. Boston fans are chanting "Fuck you, Trey." <laughs> Come on, man. You already well, used they that were on Trey. Man. Overrated before. Can you stick with the overrated? Fuck you, Trey Young. It's just like, dude, that's too much. Too I mean, much. He didn't do anything you, to you. Trey Young. No, I can't do that. Fuck you, Trey Young. That's what you were hearing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's better. Fuck yeah. you. I know rhythm and you know. And, Fuck you, Trey Young. Uh, then he went don't, on don't, to don't. bury both of those in your fucking eyeball. And then next possession came down and buried a logo three in Jalen Brown's eyeball. Put this one on Missoula and then team. Hey, there's one guy. There's one guy that can't shoot that last shot for the Hawks. That's it. There's the only, there's only one guy that can't do it. Even I'll even win with a Bogdanovich three who was, who's been nasty uh, shooting the, uh, shooting the trades this series. How in the world? Do you let Trey Young run at you full speed? Know he's going to pull up at the logo because that's his shot and not have two guys on him and force the ball out of his hand. Well, obviously it's Missoula's fault for not letting the defensive player of the year guard him. He had Brown on him. Yeah, they got picked in a switch, but just go both of them go. Both of them go and pressure him up the court. Whatever there was, 11 seconds or something left. Like you just get the ball out of his hands and make somebody else make a play. That's, there's there's no excuse for that um pe- people giving Jalen brown a lot of shit like yeah you, he could have played him a little bit uh, closer i guess but they were in the penalty like trey young gross fouls whatever he hit a fucking him. logo three okay <laughs> i'm not too i'm not too much the defense could have been better but they just should not have allowed him to shoot the ball period and Dejounte murray wasn't even playing i don't know if you mentioned that earlier but i mean yeah fuck, that player. was that was that should have been the dagger right there you got suspended for game five that should have been it should be a game over. I knew from the jump that it was the Celtics played no defense, just none. The, the pick and roll, Trey Young was getting in the paint at, at will, uh, and the pick and roll were getting buried, and they were killing them. Um, Celtics were just running, and there was just no defense being played. As, that's the difference between game four and five. They came out, Celtics did in game four, and you could see they were defensively locked in. And like those are the games they win when they think that they still think that people are just going to lay down and give it to them. 
Like even the Hawks don't do that. It's still the NBA. It's still the playoffs. You got to go take every single game. Nothing's. They got some real adversity here on the road. Game six here. What they say? What did Tatum say? Like they're not playing against with their backs against the wall. They're kind of like relaxed going into that game last night. You know, not really playing like uh, they needed to. Like that. That was it. Like they have been all season long. I thought the quarter read that he had warned them that they can't do that, and it's exactly what they did. Yeah. Although I'll even give them like. Look, they had control. They had a 12-point lead, 6-12-point to 12 point lead the entire game. There, there was The Hawks were never really in striking distance until they completely changed their offensive game plan with four minutes to go in the game. And then they shit, literally shit their pants. They literally fucking puked all down their throat. Um, so, yeah, you're right, Bobby. Adversity here, game six. You give momentum to the uh, lesser team. DeJounte Murray's back. We'll see if that screws up Trey Young's kind of his momentum because he was – Burying shots left and right the other game. Talent should win out here. Um, Celtics got two minutes, two more games. You don't want to go to Game Seven as as the you don't want your underdog coming into your house in a nope. two versus seven matchup in a Game Seven. That's after the one versus eight just got a limit. Yeah, uh, that's got disaster written all over it. So <laughs> bury these fuckers, bury these guys tonight. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> just quickly, uh, touch on the NBA uh, real quick. The the main pointers here, Jimmy Bucket. I'm I'm still trying to get I'm still trying to get the agent uh move. I'm still trying to be his agent because this is needed. We need we need this. He looked real good in the Celtics. 56 points in game four against the Bucks, and then walked into Milwaukee and buried them, uh, sent them packing in five games. My Miami Heat did. But don't worry, Ray. It was not a failure, according to Giannis Antetokounmpo. What an idiot. <laughs> Go on. How can he have this opinion after all after winning a title already? Because, uh, you know, not, I don't know, Michael Jordan played 15 seasons and he only won six championships. So was the other nine, uh, you know, disappointments? Yes. Yes, they were. Yeah. If you I'm don't win sure the fucking be... championship, it's a disappointment, you stupid fuck. I'm pretty sure he'd be the first one to say that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is why we liked Giannis, too. Like, he was so refreshingly competitive. And, yeah, to hear him say that, it was it was a back and forth with the reporter, right? Maybe he just didn't like the reporter. The, just well, I guess the salty. reporter asked him the same question last year. Asking if, you know, being eliminated was this a disappointing season for you, not winning at all. So he's like, oh, Eric, you asked this question last year. You know, what do you strive for in your everyday life? Do you know you want to have a uh, nice family? You know, you want to get promotions and all that. Nope, this is it, Giannis. It's to fucking troll you into this dumbass answer to get me clicked. <laughs> yeah, and it worked. Yeah, it <laughs> it worked. fucking got you. <laughs> Guess what? My season was not a disappointment. Thank you, Giannis. Enjoy your win. <laughs> I covered the team perfectly all yeah. year and ended it with this cherry on top, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you fucker. Uh yeah, so pissy Giannis there after um, look, the path is cleared for the Celtics, even though the Heat are now in the way or the Knicks. Toot toot, you fuckers. I told you the Knicks were serious. Uh they play hard. If if the Celtics get past the Sixers, the Heat and the Knicks will give them a series. They shouldn't, but they will. They just play hard and the Celtics don't like to be pushed I would just around. Like to watch a series to just watch angry Jimmy Butler just running all over the court yelling incessantly. He'll show up for four out of seven games and yeah. bury you. The other three, he'll be a, a complete zero. And yep, we need to. He's like, guy. it's math, bitch. I don't need to play in all seven. Just need to win four. I didn't know that's how he spoke. 
I didn't either. Was, I didn't it's know he had how, a little. Uh, it's how I would like him to speak. Is that a Carolina accent? Because he's uh, Michael Jordan's son, and he's I would assume it is. I assume so too. Yeah. Uh, and then Warriors are back. Bye bye Kings. That's too bad. That was a nice story, and uh, the Warriors are lurking there as the Celtics bugaboo if they if they get there. And then uh, just real quick, I just want to touch on Kawhi's load management skills over the past four years or whatever. How's that working out as he's torn a meniscus? Stellar. <laughs> Getting smoked by the Suns again. Stellar. And fucking Paul George was gone too. I mean, that team sucks. How'd you put it, Bobby? You are literally stealing money from Balmer. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Literally stealing it. Just (laughs) writing blank checks for nothing. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, As when this airs on Friday, we'll know whether the Celtics pulled it out or not. So uh, all this commentary could be moot, but still oh, good. Breaking news before I go to headlines. <laughs> Quickly, uh, the Houston Texans have selected Ohio State quarterback and Heisman finalist C.J. Stroud, number two. Ooh. Wow. So Patriots uh, didn't trade back Jones. No, that's, well, that's breaking news in itself. <laughs> back Jones still with the Patriots. Two quarterbacks yep. taken. Uh, on the other side of headlines, I'd like a little um, uh, Bobby Bukaki on C.J. Stroud in that number in that two pick. Bobby is our resident college football uh, expert, um, so and I just really like saying Bobby's Bukaki. So now anything that has to do with Bobby talking about anything, I think that's what I'm going to call it. Bobby's Bukaki. Bobby's Bukaki. Yep. Just going to spill nice shit all up on your face. Okay, let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious one. Thank you there, Richard. Uh, the teams that play in the garden are like my erection in the eighth grade. They can't close out when it matters. <laughs> Most. <laughs> Sorry, Rich. <laughs> uh, first, the Celtics oh, look to win game. The I did not see that coming. Wow. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Versus Celtics look to win game five and end the series with the Hawks. But Trey Young said nay nay as he drilled a 30 footer and wins game five and now boards a game six, which is happening as we record. <clears throat> the, <Dick>. the, <laughs> the Bruins also had a chance to end a series, but Matthew Kachuk uh, wins it in overtime, four to three, and gives the Bruins Baltimore material by saying he will be back up in Boston for game seven. Idiot. The game is Friday night in Florida. Uh, the Red Sox, Red Sox are 13-13 and 13 after losing a three-game series with the Orioles and start a new series with the Guardians tonight. And finally, it's draft day. The Patriots hold the 14th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. And I ask you gentlemen, other than Tom Brady, who is Bill Belichick's best draft pick of all time? Back to you, Rick. Oh, jeez. Could have given us a little heads up on here. Nope. 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 I think if you probably talk about overall value with the pick, I mean, I don't know. No, I wouldn't even say. <laughs> I have just off the, uh, right off the cups because we had no prep time for this. Mm-hmm. Um, immediate impact, maybe best like peak performer. Richard Seymour is up yeah, there. Yeah, Richard Seymour. In terms of a career, McCordy's got to be mentioned and maybe oh. Vince Wilfork. Wow. You didn't even say one of the ones I was thinking yeah. of. Go ahead. I Robert mean, think Ronkowski. Yeah, and then Edelman, sixth Edelman. round pick turns mm-hmm. into Edelman. That's probably the best value pick. Yeah, I don't even give him credit for Edelman. He's a fucking seventh round wide receiver. That I give him more credit on the quarterback side. Quarterback, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Gronk. Gronk's certainly a good one. Took the flyer on him. No. Um, I think I I put more value into good picks when 
not when it's like a flyer, like Gronk was a second round pick, but if he wasn't, it didn't have injury, he would have been a top 10 guy. So it's like, yeah, there's value there. Yeah, and that's sure. great. We've just been buried with value for so long. It's like when you're put in that position to make a good second round pick or good first round pick, and it actually pans out, Dante Hightower would be another good pick. Yeah. Um, even Gerard Mayo, like you're in that so many busts yeah. in the middle of the first round, beginning of the first round. It's that's really pressure. Because that guy's supposed to be an impact player, you know? And McCordy yeah, was a high second Seymour round, based right? off of it. I think he was the number six pick. Yeah, Seymour's probably the best talent and yeah. most of a got out of it. Um, but yeah, good, good question, Ray. We could always uh, circle back to that. It's more fun doing the worst picks. Nikhil Harry. <laughs> Boom done. <laughs> Boom done. Uh, okay, I like this. I like. Uh, Pushing in the the draft talk, keep us going as the drafts are uh, made. There, right? Mac Jones gets traded. I'll let you know. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, before we <clears throat> before we get into that, uh, we got to touch on the Bruins here and the curse of the Tuca butthole. Is it back? Should yes. we be talking about this? The game was lost pretty much on Olmark's ridiculously stupid, stupid decision to leave the crease um, and give up basically an open netter to Kachuk there in overtime, but. Um, what a heartbreaker. I, I said, I, I mentioned it in the opening. They dominated this game. At one point in the second period, it was like 40 shot attempt. The first 40 shot attempts were the Bruins. They just mm-hmm. dominated second period. Even the first period wasn't bad, but second period, certainly third period. They absolutely dominated. They couldn't, they just couldn't finish their chances. They had a couple in the first period and then, um, they just couldn't they couldn't bury it when they when they needed to. And really what it came down to were two uh, three bad plays and a stupid turnover. Yeah, the Bertuzzi turnover, who just he just no look past it in front of the net, uh led to a goal. You had the stupid Lauzo penalty that wasn't really a penalty, it was barely a penalty that led to the uh the power play. And then Omar's dumbass fucking play in overtime. That's Couple... the one that was the worst. I mean, obviously it was a game winner, but I mean, Jesus Christ. Stay in your fucking net. Yeah, just just play a disciplined game, especially in your own zone, and this series would be over. <laughs> the losses that they've given up have been purely on turnovers and dumb mistakes in their own zone. Game two was just atrocious, but this one wasn't as bad and wasn't as egregious. Um, but I guess credit to Florida for taking advantage of it. You know, they this only had when you have five chances, to, five real chances to score goals, and you score four of them. That's pretty good, pretty good percentage. Yeah. And it's not even really on Allmark. He is he played pretty well. It's not like he gave up any softies, really. I guess you this, Ray. Uh toot toot, Bill, if you're listening, you f- where's pasta? Where's David Pasnack? Counting those Benjamins after that rich deal he just signed. That's where he's at. I Ooh, I we said that last year that he doesn't show up, and Bill said, No, 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 he's always playoff pasta. Watch him watch him go in there. He is he's pasta. a ghost, man. I I felt like I've had um, infrared sights on my head. The the fights I've had with Bill and David Pasternak in the playoffs. David Pasternak's a point of game player in the playoffs, but my point have al- has always been: Does he get any of those points when it matters? Has he ever lifted his team up when they need it? No, he's gone completely silent. He'll ha- I think he had a hat trick a couple years ago in a meaningless game. The two goal he scored two goals. That's it in this series, and both of them were meaningless. He hasn't had one impact play all his season, and he's got a billion turnovers. He's played like shit, and he's been a complete zero. Was it game one or two that he had that? <clears throat> he had a goal and assist. 
Was that he didn't game? have an assist. He has no assist. Game one, no he assist? got the, the nice little apple from Bertuzzi, the no look, oh, God, yeah. which was an open netter. Yeah. And then uh, the other goal he had was the breakaway when the game was essentially salted away. And he deked the fuck out of, I think it was Lions. Yeah. Um, but other than that, that dude's been an absolute zero. Absolute zero. Either that or he's turned the puck over. You know, it's not a zero. His mm. bank account. Because he got paid. I thought you were going to go with a, a real two-two on your own there and say Taylor Hall. I I don't like to rub salt in any wounds there, Richard. You're already very <laughs> salty. The high road. Very is. nice. Yeah. You're very you just salty. forgot. You just forgot. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't forget. Oh, I have no, no, no. I have receipts. I, don't worry about I w- it. I have been very hard on Taylor Hall, who's also been a zero in his couple playoff appearances with the Bruins and most of his career. Uh, and Ray, uh, you s- with no backing – background information or facts or anything whatsoever took the opposite side of that argument and now you get to gloat about it so no i don't like to i don't like to gloat the other side of the pasta he had he played over 20 minutes last night and taylor hall i felt like was barely on the ice and he was the fastest guy out there he was just buzzing around what was that guy's name on mighty ducks the guy couldn't stop luis luis Uh, gonzalez no racist uh Luis Taco Bell. Mendoza. Uh, Luis Mendoza. Luis Taco Bell. That's close. Um, yeah. So yeah, you'd you'd think again, it's similar to the Celtics. Uh, they got to go now on the road, Game Six, and uh, and close this one out. I feel like it's going to be a lot harder for the Bruins to close it out than it should be for the Celtics. The Panthers are still playing tough, and they still got some talent on there. But yeah, if you just go in there and play a mistake-free game, then wow. they should win. Oh, okay, next segment because I have a. Boop, 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 boop. I like ending segments on the boop boop boop. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, there's been a trade. Ooh, trade. Boop, 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 boop. You know what? Save that for the next segment. That's boop. why I say. I said, say it. Wait, let's go. Let's let's. Go. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, and we're back. Uh, and our next segment is the NFL Draft. So uh, we have a trade in the NFL Draft. The Arizona Cardinals, who held the third overall pick, have traded that pick to the Houston Texans. And they select Will Anderson Jr., defense to end Alabama. Well, they give up for it. I will tell you. They pick two in... and three. That's, that's, that I'll doesn't happen much. Okay, um, I'd like to now do a. Uh, we'll come back to. We're gonna have a couple segments of Bobby Bukaki. Uh, let's hear about the uh, players that have been selected. Your opinion on those first three picks, and then uh, we'll get to the Patriots, and we'll hear about some more players that we should hear their names tonight. Hmm. Spray yeah. it on us, Bobby. Bryce Young. He's he he is the best player. This is this is my initial impression of Bryce Young. I think he'll be drafted and he'll be a good starter for five years and then he'll physically break down because I'm literally the same size as him. So he's, he's the best player. He he can move. He's, he's smart. He can throw. He's played in a pro system now under Bill O'Brien and I forget their offensive coordinator from last year. I think it was Sarkeesian. So he he knows what he's doing, but I, I think he will physically break down. I think the Panthers are just drafting him to get their, get their team stabilized and then they'll probably figure it out after that. CJ Stroud is, he's dumb. He's not smart. <laughs> they have a test. They, they, they score it on zero to 100. 
Bryce Young, it's like a video game, and it tests your reaction skills. Bryce Young scored a 98. CJ Stroud scored an 18. And plus, he went to Ohio State, and he he majored in, like, cooking. Um, Ohio State runs, like, a one-read offense because they have four pro receivers on their team at all times. So last year, he had Smith, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Olave, Garrett Wilson. Olave and Garrett Wilson were drafted in the, like, 12 and 11. They both had successful pro careers. Basically, they run one read. He looks to him. If the guy's open, he throws it to him, and he gets it. He can throw the football. But after that, it's just like, forget it. We're done. We're done. It's just that's that's it. I don't think he's going to be particularly successful. Me no no, coach. Me no no. Yeah, he's it's, it's similar to his predecessor, uh, Mister um, Dwayne Haskins. All right, Pete. Okay. Uh, thank you for the bukkake there. Oh, we'll and Will Anderson. He's nasty. He's gonna smack the shit out of some people. Nice. The next JJ uh, Watt in Houston. Yeah. A lot of lot of hub and nothing. I haven't found out what he got the trade for. I don't know what they gave up, but okay. Well, they had about... the twelfth pick, so they probably gave him that. Yeah, but I'm assuming there's future first and. Blah, yeah, there's got to be blah, something blah, else blah, blah. with it, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's um, shift gears and do the Patriots, who are sitting at 14. What do they do? What do they do now that we've known trading up to the second round, second overall pick is off the table. Miraculously, I don't know how that didn't come true. Um, I'm going to start too. just open tape. What do you think? Throw it all out there. Any rumors you got, any gut feeling, whatever you think they should do, uh, as we are now finally here. Um, there's been a lot, there hasn't been a ton of draft talk. There generally isn't around the Patriots cause they're so boring with it, but it's been all, back. it's all about Mac Jones. So I feel like we haven't done a lot of this. So that here's the time. What do you think? Left tackle or wide receiver, not named Zay Jones. I mean, uh, Zay flower. I'm gonna let you go, Bukaki, but I'm gonna throw wa- I'm gonna throw water on anything that has to do with a W and an R. They are not taking wide receiver at 14, no chance. Is yeah, no, J- I, I agree with that. JFSN is there, you take them. Nope. Well, I mean, if that's what you want, sure. I can see that. I like the talent. Uh, everyone said that that kid's a knockout. Bill Belichick ain't doing it. No hmm. chance. No fucking chance. It, this is what I think they should do. I I don't think they should pick at 14 if they have the ability. I either think they should trade up and get a better player or trade down and get more top 100 players. They have was 11 or 12 draft picks. They, they don't need 11 or 12 players. They already have 75 players. And plus Ooh. they like to sign, they're going to sign other free agents and undrafted guys. Like they should come away with like six or seven guys. So if, if it was me, I, I would leverage everything to get four players in the top 100. And then, you know, a couple flyers at the end. Uh, and it's either, you know, move into the, like the eight or nine range to get like what's kind of like left over out of the two better corners or the best tackle. I think there's really only one draftable tackle out of the ones that are left there. Instead of maybe picking the leftovers at 14, then you're getting like the third best corner, the fourth best tackle. Maybe you can get the best wide receiver, but I agree that they just wouldn't do that. Uh, If they had to pick at 14, you know, it depends on what's, what's there as to, to what they would do. But for me, it's it's a it's a strong corner draft. Unless they're getting one of the best guys, I don't think you. Could, I think they can get almost as good corners going down. And if the best tackles are off the board, then you're reaching for a tackle. So now they're in this strange position of what are we drafting? Like what are we doing? And then that's when they would probably take an edge guy. If if they <clears throat> if they determine that they're going to stick at fourteen and take the um, yeah. best player, well, if they or the can. Best I mean, maybe you know, maybe somebody doesn't want to move into that pick. They have four six-round picks and three fourth-round picks. Yeah. They got a shit ton of picks. Yeah. Um, 
and I was reading, I think it was Bedard today that said, yeah, it's similar to what you said, Bob, like 14 is just a bad spot to be in. There's like not great. eight or nine, maybe like can't miss guys. Um, and then from there, it's a lot of bunch talent and it all kind of depends on what you're looking for, what you're doing. So, I mean, good news, bad news. Good news is Bill Belichick is very adapted at trading down. And uh, we've, we've seen it more times than not. Bad news is you'd like to see some real top end talent come on this team. Yeah. Um, and also if they do pick at 14, there's no guarantee that they pick the best player at a uh, edge position. They picked Cole strange last year. Oh God, mm-hmm. stop. And they don't even round. do it. So you, you could get, you could get a combo it, tackle guard at 14. It, like, Very well the, the, the more I think about these things, it's just that like, I don't particularly care what player they get as long as that they're at an impact position. Basically, anything other than interior, offensive, or defensive line, and they can play. They just need to be able to be good. Like they need to be an impact day one starter. Like wouldn't that be they, nice? Yeah, exactly. Like whether if they draft a corner and the guy's their number one corner day one, fantastic. If they yeah. draft an edge guy and he's out there uh, playing defense, okay, great. If they draft a tackle and he's a tackle for five years, okay, excellent. They right. just need to draft a player that plays. I don't. They have too many holes to be picky. Well, it won't be yeah. Anthony Richardson because the Colts just took the third quarterback off of the draft. Will board. Levi still on the board? God, these fucking teams. Will they ever learn of not? Do you know what they said? The next Cam Newton has been selected by the Indianapolis Colts. The next and Cam. Anthony Richardson. That's son. We'll see him here in New England in twelve. Uh, Bukaki, anything? Anything on Anthony Richardson? He is was a bad college football player that is a very good athlete. He he's I, I mean he is it's an so absolute stupid. stud of an athlete, but he is not particularly good at football. You could have said the same thing about like someone like Josh Allen. So if he's coached appropriately, he could be excellent, or he could just continue to be a bad player. Hmm. Well, you're it's an Indian, so, so see what happens. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let, let's keep the NFL talk going. We talked about, uh, let's pick up Bobby's opening take on the Lamar. So Lamar Jackson got his bag. He got five years, $260 million, 185 million guaranteed the largest contract in NFL history, uh, coming from the savant negotiators that are the Baltimore Ravens. They tore a tough line, <laughs> tough line. Um, Ray, I wonder what uh, that call was when they finally had to call his mother. And say like, all right, Excuse here's me, the Lamar deal. Home? And yeah. she's like, go ahead, tell me what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I want to well, know. They picked up and they're like, yo, it's Meek. It's like, yo, me. <laughs> <laughs> this was probably a deal that's been on the table for like two months, and Lamar's like, ah, fuck it, fuck it, sign it, sign it. <laughs> it is interesting. Jalen Hurts got two fifty five. Lamar got two sixty. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts guarantee was what seventy, seventy two, or something like that. I think it was one. It was one eighty, and his is like one eighty five or something. Yeah. No, no, no. Lamar's is like seventy. I think. Is it? I thought it was one eighty. No. What well, Lamar's is one eighty five guaranteed. You're talking about Jalen Hurts. I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. I thought it was pretty low. Hold on. Keep talking. Although seventy would be real low for two fifty contract, right? I think it's like I, Maybe I think it's like one eighty. 170. Oh, 179. 179 million. I knew there was a seven in there, but 180s. It's actually 110 million in fully guaranteed money at the point of signing, and 179 million is guaranteed in the event of an injury. So that motherfucker's going to get hurt. 
So uh, was this the Ravens waiting for someone to set the market and then really have nowhere else to go? Because Jalen Hurt, it's Jalen Hurts is a lot more comparable to Lamar than Deshaun Watson's stupid deal or even Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler Murray is pretty close to the bone now now it's all said and done, but um, could this just be the Ravens going, all right, fuck, like people are, these guys are just going to get paid. So might as well just bend over and take it. But would you take him? Would you give that bag to him? Yes. It's the NFL. Like he's a top, whatever. He's a former MVP. He's on your team. You have to do it. And just, you can't like go back into the draft and try try and find a Will Levi or whatever his goddamn name is. Like he's Lamar Jackson. I under we understand his faults. We've been shitting on him for years, but like, dude, not not the Tom Brady's not walking through the door. You got to take the best that you can get, and you got to pay him because they're all getting paid. Everyone's getting paid. Mac Jones is going to get paid thirty five to forty million dollars by somebody in two years. It's happening. Daniel fucking Jones has got forty million. So yeah. Over Belichick's dead body, he's gonna tank that career all the way down, baby. <laughs> Fine, then Zappy's gonna get it. I wonder what Trevor Lawrence yeah, gets is. paid. I wonder what Trevor Lawrence gets paid. I think he's gonna be the next big contract that you're gonna see. Well, actually, no, Joe Burrow. Yeah, this is what happens in all this shit. That you just everyone just tops each other. The market just keeps going up. The NFL just keeps printing money, so people just keep getting paid. The the negotiation is interesting to me. But to Bobby's point, it's like what. So you dragged this guy for months and months and months, and then finally he wanted two thirty guaranteed, and you gave him one eighty five, and it's like win. What? The f- what? The, the the only benefit I could possibly see is maybe they because they put the non exclusive tag on him that somebody could have blown him away with some sort of trade offer, like maybe somebody comes out of the woodwork and offers him the Russell Wilson deal, three firsts, and then they're like, yes. But other than that, they're like, okay, then we wait, offer him the deal, and we're done. Let's go. That's the only thing. Yeah, I think money had to have been a part. They had to have caved on the money. Had oh, yeah. They yeah. had to have inevitably just come to the point of like, this is just what we have to pay. Yeah. Well, Jalen Hurst, like you said, when you see that kind of money getting paid to him, you're like, oh, fuck. And we have no other choice but to make this guy the next highest paid guy. That's an insane deal, too. I don't know if we talked about it on here. Like, is we that just did, but we didn't Billy busting nuts like uh, on a Super Bowl run on a, on a kid that's barely proven? I like him, but God damn. And they didn't need to. They have another year after that. They just didn't need to do it. They must have felt they feel so strongly about him that he was going to have another nasty year and that the price would be so much more after that they want to lock it in now. It's yeah, all that sure, guaranteed fuck. money, but it's all the guaranteed money. You can put that aside and fuck with the cap. So then you can still bring in guys and help make that team better. So now you're getting rid of your top paid guy because your quarterback's always going to be your top paid guy. Now you can go out and get a Derrick Henry type player now in the draft, you know, trade for it in the draft. Yeah. They can, they can shuffle the money, but like, uh, that's why I think if you're the Ravens, <laughs> you look at, you look at, uh, at, uh, Kyler Murray's deal. The, well, the Cardinals are idiots. You look at Deshaun Watson's deal. Well, the Browns are idiots. You look at the Eagles and their track record as a team's not, but you look at their history with quarterbacks, their most recent history with quarterbacks and identifying them. I don't know. Do you really want to pin uh, pin your hopes on – you understand what I mean? Like, So they decided to pay Jalen Hurts because they think he's really great. Well, how do we know the Philadelphia Eagles know Jalen Hurts is really great? Because they thought Carson Wentz was really great, and they won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles and let him walk. And they yeah. thought – McNabb was the guy forever and he didn't do shit. So I don't know. You just 
they could have thought he was an asshole internally, but he was just their best option. Yeah. Uh, speaking of assholes, uh, Aaron Rodgers, head of the Jets, that finally went down this week, uh, basically for two seconds, a second and a conditional. Like second, a it could be a first. first. If he plays over 65% of the snaps this year. This year, yeah. Uh, which is no guarantee, for sure, with the 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers, who Mm-mm. gets hurt when he sneezes. depends on if he has the right mix of crystals. <laughs> yeah. Crystals around his neck. Yeah. Um, around his balls. Yeah, that was that one. That one plays too. Uh, who won? The, who? who do you, which side do you like here? Uh, before we get into the repercussions on the Patriots, Aaron Rodgers will have. Which yeah, I think both better. teams get something they want. I think they both there's there's a win in each side. I mean, the Jets will be actual a competitive team for the first time in a decade, and the Packers are out of that deal. Raymond. Yeah, the Jets. I think the Jets got better. I think uh, Aaron. Rogers going there is going to make this AFC East uh, division like the most watched kind of thing. Like we thought last year with the AFC West when I was totally wrong, but I think this year it's going to be uh, very competitive. I think Aaron Rodgers uh, leaving green Bay. They think it's going to be grassy greener on the other side, but Jordan love sucks. So they have to address that need very, very fast. But may I just say something real quick. The NFL draft fucking sucks. It is eight fifty, and we only have four goddamn picks. Yeah, How does they... it take an hour to make fucking four picks. They really at this point, the Patriots stuff. will be drafting at like midnight. Midnight. It's we fucking watched, stupid. We, we we tried to we live stream the Mac Jones draft. We got so drunk. It was like one o'clock by the 14th pick two years ago, three years ago. Uh, Seahawks <laughs> just uh, drafted Devin Witherspoon from Illinois, cornerback. Bobby, oh, Bobby liked that. Bobby liked that one. I'm more care. surprised. But I, I think he's a good, he's, he's a great player. He's great. Uh, I just remember watching watching him in the games against Michigan. He was he was all over their players. You couldn't. He, he's very physical. He's he's he is the best corner in the draft. I just thought that they were going to take the guy from uh, Georgia, Carter, the lineman. You just got Bukaki. Uh, all right, let me say my piece here on the Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. This is going to be this is going to fail so so beautifully bad. For I hope Jets. so. It's it's going to start out nice and rosy. And when the weather's nice and Aaron Rodgers is out there slinging it around, people are going to go all confetti for this thing. But eventually, something's going to happen. Either Aaron Rodgers is going to get hurt or nicked up or his wide receivers aren't going to do what he wants them to do or his offensive line is going to crumble a little bit or the coaching Robert Sala. What experience does he have dealing with the level of douchebaggery that is Aaron jo- uh, Aaron Rodgers? Something it's the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. You have the most incompetent franchise and maybe the history of the NFL with one of the most delusional athletes that we've seen in our generation. He's up there with Kyrie and LeBron. That combination has no chance of truly, truly working. And by truly working, I mean for that to really be a success consider a success for the jets they have to be competing for the a- at least competing for the afc championship they have to be pushing the bills for the division and pushing to the afc championship if they just look the packers went 8 and 9 last year with Aaron Rodgers the jet, the jets what did the what did the jets get 7 or 8 wins too i think they no, had 6 or 7 yeah, that's 6 yeah so what's Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers in this time of his career worth 10 wins like, no, 
He's he's not. He's just yeah. I just am not as high on this as a lot of people. And in terms of last in place in the in the AFC East for the Patriots, I don't agree with that either. The people put Tua Tagovailoa is one hit away from being truly scrambled eggs in his fucking helmet. One hit away. And then you got old man Rodgers. And then, you know, the recency bias with the Patriots forget that Mac Jones was a very capable quarterback as a rookie. And they have an actual offensive staff now on their team with a still a top 10 defense and albeit a a slumping Bill Belichick. But they're all going to be right there. The Jets, the Patriots and the Dolphins will be competing for second place with somewhere between eight to 10 wins. That's that's what that's what's going to go down. And the Bills are going to probably regress and be around 11, 12 wins, flirting with disaster like they always do, and then you know squeak out the division. That's my prediction. It's not going to be not that I go think that the blazing in New York, the the, the Patriots, that the Dolphins, they, they don't deserve all the respect that they get. That's for sure. I th- I think that the Jets are probably going to be better than the Dolphins, and you, you I'll wait to see before I give my. Uh, my Patriots and how I think that they're going to finish here. But yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it's pretty early, but yeah, I mean, I can see how the, the layman looking on paper would certainly say, yeah, Patriots fourth. Yeah. Um, I mean, they could come in fourth, but it's not a slam dunk They're Those three teams I think are all relatively mediocre to maybe a little bit better Two it can stay healthy and they can keep it together. Then fine. Yeah, sure. They should be pretty good, but that's an if all the, in the amount of ifs that have not come true for the dolphins for the past 20 years, you know, you could stack that up the effort over. They, they just never come through. They never come through down there. And I don't know, is Rogers going to be able to handle living in New Jersey? He's mm. been living in mm. green fucking Bay. Those people have been walking around, picking up whatever garbage that falls from him. These assholes in New Jersey, first of all, half of those scumbags won't even know who he is. They'll just think he's some like tourist that's lost. Okay. And they're just going to be like, uh, he, he is going to absolutely hate New Jersey. He is going to want to get out of there by November. Especially now that he's gone into this whole like holistic Mecca fucking uh, uh, ideology where he likes to live in the desert and go away and hang upside down in dark rooms or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, No, the last place you want to be if you have that type of hippie mentality, he's definitely going to go get some place in Soho or Brooklyn or whatever and just like hang out with fucking Birkenstocks on around the East River that smells like diapers. And it can't. (laughs) Yes. Eventually, it's got to get to him. Eventually, it's got to get to him. I just don't see it happening, Ray. You disagree. You're you're very gung ho on the Patriots coming in last place. So put your money where your mouth is. Uh, right now, speak to it the way same way you poke the bear of the captain of the Mac Jones Club on our text exchange um, with some actual tell me, words. Tell me where here. the holes are. Tell me where the holes are in the Buffalo Bills and the New York. Those holes in the in the Dolphins. Where where are the holes? Where Can you the give holes me a picture at? and I'll point. I just gave you it. Uh, the plate of scrambled eggs that's in the helmet of Tua Tagovailoa. But if he's this is a new season. If he, he comes in healthy, fall, they can put, they're also going to be getting Dalvin Cook. There's rage rumors that they're going to get Dalvin Cook. That opens up the play, play action. That helps so they're not just coming after him We're and scrambling his brain. Now? No, I'm just saying, if they get Dalvin Cook, I think that helps them out. I mean, look at Buffalo. Buffalo's always the top echelon of the division right now. I'm not talking about Buffalo. I'm All not right, talking Jets, about Buffalo. The Jets don't have any. They had one of the best defenses last year. They had a top 10 defense, and now you get a quarterback that doesn't fuck mothers. He just does a little drugs out in the woods that's by himself not, in dark rooms. Fucking Aaron Rodgers. Hold on. I want to go back to that other point. You're saying it like it's a bad thing. 
<laughs> Moms need love too, you asshole. Can I, I know, give you some actual stats? Aaron Rodgers was 13th in quarterback rating last year with on an eight and nine Packers team that had a roster that probably rivaled what the Jets was. Their defense was pretty good. The Packers division sucked, Packers and they went eight and nine. Sucked. Look it up. You are not wrong. Zappy almost had him in in Green Bay. The uh, <laughs> that's true. Uh, Aaron Rodgers as the 13, call him the 13th best quarterback in the NFL does not lift a six win team to higher thresholds. I'm sorry. He just doesn't. And he, and he's got to deal with diapers in New Jersey and apparently he can't fuck moms. So how many restraints are we going to put on this guy? That's bullshit. I don't agree with that. <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean Billy's. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's just trying to prove his point and he's looking at the statistics and watching how wrong he is. Watch his face. Watch his eyes just die right in front of us. You got any more draft picks? I'd like to put some, some more Bukaki in those. There's another trade. The uh, Lions just traded with the Cardinals for the fifth pick. Oh, there you go. Uh, last point, uh, throwing the NFL before we wrap up here. Uh, just an update down there and down here in Washington. Technically, Dan Snyder still owns the team. That deal has not gone through. Hmm. He wants his his every dime. Have you been catching? Have you been keeping up with that? That the uh, the Pistons owner and Magic Johnson group put up whatever it was six point seven billion, and then they had some like superhero DC evangelistic guy come in through and put up seven billion. Come to find out, that guy actually doesn't have any fucking money and owes like a bunch of people like hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars. So now like the hubbub is Dan Snyder's just throwing in like ghost accounts trying to bump up the bid or like keep the team or destroy the whole fucking hell yes <laughs> the the whole deal. He hasn't sold it yet. He hasn't signed the dotted line. Good for him. He's got it though. The FBI is coming after him. He's going to take that seven billion and get on a plane to whatever country that's not going to send him back to the United States. We'll never hear from him Epstein again. Island. He's going to Epstein Island. <laughs> Pretty sure they got caution tape around that place now, but some place. Yeah, like, he'll be able to buy it. To there. He'll be able that's, to buy it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> We're rooting for Snyder to to revamp Epstein Island. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a Hollywood's a world of remakes. That's what Snyder's back. That's what Snyder's next play is. He's like, I know how to get back in good public favor. <laughs> yeah. They're ranked 18th last year. You douche. In top top of the league. Uh, quick break, and we'll go with Would You Rather. Oh, excuse me. Get my phone ready. Sky rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Uh, our stellar segment of Would You Rather. I have a couple here. Uh, and then, Ray, I, I know you have a couple more on the uh, um, Z rated. The Quay. Quay. Uh, okay, I'll go with uh, this one. Just a very simple, very sports-oriented, New England sports-oriented question. Uh, I thought it was relevant now that Aaron Rodgers is the savior of New York, according to BotPod there. Would you rather be a New York Jets fan or a New York Yankees fan? Yankees, because they win. Right yeah, now. I'd rather be a Yankee fan, because if you're a Jets fan, you just look like you, have, you make poor life choices. The Yankees have not won in a very long time and continue to be the uh, most underachieving team in baseball. Yeah, but at least they made the playoffs. Well, that's Plus where the, the bar's at the now. Green. Huh? It's it, it looks stupid. Like Raymond High. 
Yeah. <laughs> Give me those pinstripes. Uh, I saw the varsity jacket. I have the, this closet in the basement where we keep stuff, and in there was the jacket. I took it out. I was like, "All right, this should still fit." Should, we should all good. pop that. We should all pop that jacket on next show. Done. All right, I'll get it. <laughs> Mine's over there, I think. Um, yeah. Get the dadas too. The problem with the Yankees fans, though, now you have to like. Now you have to converse and be a part of that fandom. You have to be engulfed into those douchebags. I feel like Jets fans own a level of misery that I can get down with. Mm. As as Red Sox fans in the '90s, Patriots fans before Brady, Celtics fans through the '90s, like Bruins fans ever. There, there's a level of depression that I can certainly connect with. Yankees fans are so hoity-toity and douchey when they haven't won shit in over 10 years and before that was another 10 years i'm going as much as i hate the jets and really i'm going jets wow give me the j-e-t-s kelly green misery an an immediate reversal to your previous take yeah Yeah, (laughs) well no i i just said they weren't gonna i just said they weren't gonna be good which very much goes with i just just give me the beers and the kelly green fucking jersey let's go fireman hat it's fine (laughs) Cheap seats. You know what you're getting yourself into every year. They're gonna suck. No problem. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I got okay. open Sundays. I can do shit. Rake the yard. Whatever. I don't have to watch the games. <laughs> Done. I'm in. I'm a Jets fan now. Uh, next up, would you rather be forced to? Uh, this one's for you, uh, Ray. And uh, uh, would you rather be forced, to Bobby? You son always of a wear wife beaters or wear sports jerseys with other grown men's names on their back in public? Wife beaters. The, the beater. That's the dumbest question you could have asked. So it, should, it should have been better. It should, that could have been a better question. Why wouldn't you want to wear a wife beater? It's yeah. awesome. Loser. I'm just asking why um, you would ever want to wear a yeah. jersey. And I tuck my what shit in double up, like Greg Reeson. Tuck it into my underwear. Do you really? Goddamn you right. The, you do the double Greg G Greason burger? taught me that. That way it never G comes burger? out. Yeah. Nice. So a little bit, a little bit of that cotton is rubbing up on your shaft all day. Just, just giving you a tease. It just gives me a nice tickle all day. Keeps yeah. me in a good mood. Yeah, you're constantly at half mass, just in case. How do you how do you hide your boner though? Why would you hide it? <laughs> Why? Well, you never hide your boner. I got a boner in the sixth grade in art class, and I had to hide in my the uh, last pant- one ever. Plastic <laughs> band in my pants. <laughs> Well, that's a layup. God damn. Last one ever. <laughs> so was that like the beginning of puberty? You couldn't control it, or what? Or what, what did Ashley Porter walk by? What happened? <laughs> no, you Nicole Smith. Ghost. Nicole Smith Stop. walked into the class. Oh, we're gonna have to beat that. Sixth grade Ray was like, "Give me some of that." <laughs> that was twelve year old. No, know. she was more. She was. Uh, she was in eighth grade when I was in sixth grade. Oh, okay, right? cool. Ah, oh. gotcha. Yeah, nothing okay. like eighth grade pussy. Real fun story there, Ray. Yep. Uh, so you're taking it over your extensive uh, collection of other dudes' names on your back. Yep. Got it. Cool. Yep. How much money do you think you've spent on jerseys in uh-huh. your life? No. Approaching ten grand. No. Dude, because oh, you get them, them from China. The yeah. Bucks on, yeah. Got it. Got it. So maybe like three hundred. Okay. Uh, Ray, you're up. Uh, would you rather? Sit on a dick and eat a cake, or sit on a cake and eat a dick. So, so aggressive from the beater talk. You just... 
Would you rather be a Jets fan or a Yankees fan? <laughs> yeah. I'm such a pussy. Like, let's get down to the real brass tacks here. Now, is this your six year little six sixth grade little boner dick, or is this a grown man? Grown big, man. Big grown man dick. Style? Average dick, five inches. Yeah, I'm definitely sitting on a cake. This you're gonna eat a dick. Not that bad. That's fine. Yeah. Like I don't I don't like the taste of cake that much, so I can't imagine it's that much different. What's the frosting on the cake? I just don't I want to get rammed up my ass. Like vanilla. I don't. I feel like it's, it's a pretty vanilla. easy choice. Well, no. Can I just sit on it like flat? It doesn't have to be up the butt. No, no, no. It's an erection. It's an erection. Yeah, I know. But can I just sit on it? So no, you're getting penetrated. Like, this is the oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna go in your butthole. Bill. Oh, then if we're gonna the fucking cake. if we're gonna eat Claire this bitch, that's an easy. That's an easy. Yeah. But no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy one. Ray, you're taking it up the ass. No, I'm gonna eat that cake and oh uh, no. I mean Yeah, yeah. That's where it's at. It's like, oh man, I'd like some fucking cake. Yeah, I want cake, man. I'll sit on a dick and eat some cake. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip right there, you fat <laughs> fuck. Sorry. Sorry. Oh frosting. Mm. I don't even feel it. Yeah. Uh, that was the best cake I've ever fucking had in my life. Oh, this isn't really a would you rather, but you have to have a threesome with one male actor. Who would it be? You want me to name my devil's threesome participant? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Want me to go, boys? I'll go. Ryan Reynolds. Boom. Who? Ryan Reynolds. Handsome. Handsome motherfucker. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go Seth Rogen. Mm. Why? The, wait, 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 wait. Why? So I'm going to get the better of this situation. <laughs> yeah, and that's I why like I, we... was, I was trying to think of a, a spindly little person that I, that way I would. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. All right. We don't need any uh, cops in this. Uh, no, I just feel like, um, you know, physically, uh, maybe a touch above, uh, but we could maybe get in some real method. You could really talk us into some some method flows. You make you laugh while you're doing everything. Yeah, you give me some giggles. He'd <laughs> be, be, be a fun partner. Oh no, I said Seth Rogen. I meant Jonah Hill. Either one, they're both fat fucks. It, it, either one is fun. <laughs> I'll take both of them. I don't care. I feel like wow. Yeah, I'll go oh. train with Seth Rogen and nice. And Jonah you. Hill. Robert, give me Zappy. <laughs> All right, last one. I got one last one. Dominated Vine. Yeah. <laughs> would Zappy you ra- don't, Zappy don't play? Well, he's a we'll starter. See. He's starting in the NFL. Uh, would you rather really give up play. porn or sex for one year? I'll go. I already gave up sex for a year. <laughs> I'm not giving up that porn, baby. Uh, porn? That's porn. Porn. That was a bad closer. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hold on. No, we're done. That's it. You don't get. If you got ten thousand dollars a day for every day you didn't masturbate, how many days could you last? As many as I want. I have self control, especially if you're paying me ten fucking grand. Okay. (laughs) Are you meaning to tell me that if I can't keep your hand over your dick, you couldn't touch your dick? Like twenty grand is pretty good. Yeah, I could buy a boat. I could Ah, probably go. I probably go. I could go a week. Seven, seven to, days. But then after seventy, you're like, it's enough. Nah. You know, it's not like you're having sex. You can't have sex. It's like you can't. It's like a. So now you're talking about down there. You're talking about a potential you, health concern. Yeah. You're gonna have to start getting into like you're meditation, that pipe out, yoga. Man. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's that guy on American Pie where he was doing all those fucking weird Indian things? Not Native American, Bobby. Sorry. It was the Indian uh, Kama Sutra books or something like that. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang stuff his mom. I wasn't talking about Native Americans, Bobby. No, 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 no. No, I'm not. I totally understand. Thank you. Uh, That was what I did originally. Uh, Yeah, no, that's that's an easy one, too. Okay. uh, Oh, fuck you. Gone off the rails here. Uh, Simplest Minds of the Week when we get back. Did you pay for the fucking Zoom? I don't know. I have the whole thing's been screwed up. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Perfect. We are recording though, right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, this comes out tomorrow. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. We'll see. Okay, our first <laughs> candidate for uh, simplest minds of the week is one Marley Riviera. Uh, this was a reporter from ESPN who was fired this week for calling another reporter a, quote, <clears throat> fucking cunt, end quote, <clears throat> as they were both trying to uh, elbow their way into an interview with Aaron Judge as he was signing baseballs for kids. <laughs> if you haven't watched the video, it's a must watch. He's like signing his kids like big smiling faces, doting at Aaron Rodgers, Aaron um, Judge, and he's signing jerseys and baseballs and these two women at first yelling at each other in Spanish, and then she's like, Oh, you speak English? Oh, good to know now. And she's like, oh, fucking cunt. <laughs> I'll have to watch that. So that here's why hilarious. she gets the simplest minds of the week, because normally we respect that kind of behavior. However, the, the woman she was talking to happens to be the wife of the head of communications for the MLB. Gotta know can't your enemy that. there. Gotta know can't your do. enemy there. Can't do that. No, I can't do that. No, that's, can't be at an MLB game nope. and then C-bombing the wife of the guy that runs communications. It's almost like fucking well, your boss's wife like I may did. You know, now you're going to end up in Houston. Well, that shit worked out for him, okay? Yeah, he coaches good. the Houston Rockets now. Mm. Hide your wives. Hide your kids. Here comes hide your kids, hide your wives. Can we uh, get her as a uh, correspondent for the show? Yep. Ooh, Raymond? I'll work, I'll work on that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're an advocate for uh, see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, okay, this one comes from our favorite publication, the New York Post, uh, just labeled Bronx Zoo. Here's the headline: "Quote: Vicious peacock wreaks havoc on Bronx streets after escaping Bronx Zoo, biting onlooker in bizarre scene. Uh, a peacock more than ruffled some feathers while roaming wild in the Bronx, turning very vicious and biting a bewildered onlooker who thought he was the one flying high." This guy was clearly just fucked up mm-hmm. on the streets on the streets of New York, and this peak. This is what really tickled me is just the the image of this. Yes, this is what I'm thinking and giggling to myself. Right, this guy's high as shit on the streets of New York, and he's like, "Whoa, well, goddamn, what's like a fucking bird, bro? Is that a fucking peacock? Like, I gotta touch it." And then the peacock, it's all feathered out, walking down the streets of the Bronx, and this was his this was his response. He said, "Quote it." Bit me <laughs> he only gave the name mike he said i thought he <laughs> well he recalled how name. he thought he was quote bugging when he first saw his foul attacker strutting west farm street just before 8 p.m on wednesday uh it bit me <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the whole story i don't know how it ends i never i never got past that could you oh, just imagine that just a peacock running down the bronx Yo, it's a better Hopefully quote. It makes its way to Roger's house. Here's how Mike. Uh, here's how Mike described his encounter. <laughs> quote: 
I thought I was bugging. I was like, yo, there goes a motherfucking peacock. <laughs> he recalled saying as he assumed he was just too, quote unquote, high. As he and others started filming, the peacock fled. It started running up the hill towards traffic, and we had to keep the birds safe. Mike said, citizens, you had to keep it safe. So I went from scared high pedestrian to, uh, to PETA. We chased it, Mike said, and him and the others tried cornering it uh, next to a gate stop and running it into traffic. <laughs> I didn't read the whole article. These keep coming. Mike said, quote, it packed me. It grabbed my pants and shit. <laughs> the ruffled sounding victim said, then the motherfucker flew in the street. I didn't know. I didn't know they could fly. <laughs> no, that either. Peacocks can fly. Just a little bit, I guess. Wow. That was that got better as we went along. All New York Post mm. articles do. Always. So there you go. I don't know who the who's simpler mind in the Bronx Zoo for letting a peacock go or good old Mike. I'm gonna go to the zoo. Mm, I'm gonna go with Mike. I like Mike. Bit me. Bit me. Fucking peacock. <laughs> Yo, I didn't know the motherfucker motherfucking fly. Peacock. <laughs> I thought it was bugging. I thought it was, <laughs> shit. I thought it was bugging. I was just too high. Motherfucking peacock. This has been the Simon Sports Show, Friday Rewind, April 28th. See you next time. Bye-bye. <clears throat> Bye. Will Levis still not drafted. Nope. What do we have? Pick eight? Well, Christian Gonzalez. Uh, yes, actually. Our pick eight. We got a ways to go, boys. Thank you, Irene. Nice stash. Wow. Say something for the rest of us, buddy. Good evening. Last Tuesday what got prompted per- that decision. Oh, it was last Tuesday got particularly messy. Uh, and you said at that point, you gotta remove all DNA. Mm-hmm. You yeah. left some above your lip. <laughs> yeah, well that's Save some for later. It's a flavor. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. It's always nice to have a little bit of taste later. Sure you forgot is. about the event. And there it is. Poor Irene. Talking about your mother, right? I know. Poor How Irene. Come <laughs> well yourself. I particularly enjoyed that meme from this morning. That, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been real cruel uh, to you. In your mother, you have, you have, you've been taking it out, especially the spiteful 802 uh message sent today on the fucking email, you son of a bitch. I wasn't available till 803 anyway. It was a uh, you know, there's a reason for this, uh, for this fresh look. And it was, was is that a Canadian? Are you wearing a Canadian tuxedo? Was that is that a Canadian tuxedo you're wearing right now? Yeah, he's no, going to, pro- to a prom in Quebec later. <laughs> Canucks. Uh, I wish I'm not above a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> I know he that. didn't suggest that. I know. <laughs> I know you're not. Uh, boys, what do you say we uh, start the show? The Simmons Sports Show is crazy.